She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360karma.com. We are so happy to have on the brilliant Phoenix Gonzalez today. Can't wait to share her amazing journey with you and also uh, her new invention. She uh, is an inventor, and we're going to talk about one of her inventions uh, and that she's created, which is an entity that helps to uh, distribute and monetize content. Who in Hollywood doesn't want to know about that? Please give a warm welcome to Phoenix. Thank Hi. You. How are you? It's nice to meet you, and thank you for having you me on. You too. Girl, you are brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and your story is amazing. You shared it with me the other day, and we're going to share it with the uh, audience today. Yeah. Uh, gosh, you started off, um, you were born in Canada. Yeah, Toronto, Ontario, right. Canada. Yeah, and, go uh, Canada. <laughs> and, and were raised by a single mom. Yeah, I can't tell you how many guests I have on that tell me they're raised by a single mom. It's isn't really it? so prevalent. Isn't, isn't it, it amazing? Yes. Like, yeah, I think... Um, Sing- you know, and single moms rock. They yeah, are they, they're amazing. Incredible. They're doing the job of two parents. And it's, you know, it's really, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to have that experience. Uh, you know, I'm married now and I'm, I'm grateful. I love my husband very much. But the experience that um, I got from my mom as a result of that was just so... Uh, I mean, like, you can't buy that. It's just valuable. I think it made you one badass, <laughs> resilient chick. <laughs> Am I right? I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is funny. The obstacles that we have in our life sometimes empower us in ways we otherwise might not have been empowered. Yeah. So, you know, it's good to make uh, lemonade out of lemons, right? I, exactly. I say yeah. that all the time. It's so true. Yeah. So um, I wanted to share with the audience, because you're so successful, that this young lady was a uh, high school dropout. Yeah, I. And, yeah, I mean, and and I love that you're not uh, like that. You share that. I, I'm proud yeah. of it. Yeah, I actually yeah, you really should proud be. Of it. I feel like I went to um, as as an adult now. I always joke, and it's not actually a joke. I I got my uh, my degree and my MBA in life the real world way on you know on, yeah. in life. Right. Um. I I failed grade three when I was, and when I failed grade three, I was already in a single parent family. So I was much more mature. And when I went back to grade three, I think that was kind of the downfall of me and, and school. I did, couldn't relate to people in, in the grade that I had to redo. And um, But the amazing thing is, I mean, you dropped out of high school. Yeah. Um, and what I love is how you could inspire other people maybe that dropped out of high school. Um, it, it wasn't long after you dropped out of high school, you were actually uh, you you went into these beauty contests, right? And, yeah. And, and you won beauty contests and and realized that um, I think it's that was the beginning of your starting to think I can do anything. Yeah, I, I really yeah. um well, single mother made me realize I can do yeah. anything. But uh, when I dropped out of high school and I started kind of exploring life and figuring out what I wanted to do with myself, I I decided I'd try beauty pageants and you know I started working part, you know part time in different stores and I really quickly realized that um, there was so much life had to offer me uh, in terms of education outside of just what was in the classroom and I didn't feel like what was in the classroom was relevant to me as an individual. And it's true. What you're saying is true. We yeah. we do learn by actually doing things and not just reading about them. Um, but then you did. Did end up going to Debray and, and getting a, a tech uh, well, degree. Well, yeah, right? I didn't get my degree, so I actually oh, I went okay. to Debray for a year. So I decided 
okay, I, I've had this experience from 15 to 19 of, you know, like being out in the world and working and doing beauty pageants and really exploring life. Right. And I decided... And being a hustler. You were a hustler, yeah, right? I was a hustler. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Um, oh, I like the way you changed it. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a hustler then. Yeah. I am a hustler now. But, in, but in a more positive way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Definitely in a more positive way. Um you know, when I decided to go to DeVry, it was because I felt like I could m- decided I think I wanted to learn a trade. Yes. So uh, I went and I applied as a mature student and I wrote the entry level exam and I got in, you know, with a 98% and yeah. just wrote the exam. And I did one year and I was top five in my class. Well, what happened was I ended up in a car accident, which we talked about. I know. At, and at such a young age, at 21, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so yeah. that car accident, let's not brush over that because I know that was huge. I mean, it it almost took your life, and yeah. uh, really, uh, you spent many years rehabilitating yourself. I, I know, almost six years, yeah. right? And so, but like we just said at the beginning of the show, so many times these horrible things that happen, we end up coming out the other side. You know, a much more amazing person, and. I know that that's what happened to you. I mean, you, you know, really had an awakening, right? And it yeah. changed your life for the, for the better. For the better, exactly. Yeah. Um, and Crazy as that is. Something that you said before, when life deals you lemons, you make lemonade out of it. Right. And when I ended up in the car accident, I literally was studying to be an engineer and I was working. I was actually uh, getting my apprenticeship in plumbing and um, I ended up in this crazy freak accident that I had to have brain surgery. I was in a coma. I ended up in a wheelchair. I walked with a cane for six years. I learned to walk, talk, rewrite, do it all over again. And when I went through that experience, I really, um, I came out of that experience. Well, when I came out of a coma, I came out of the experience knowing that there was something more that God had in store for me and the life that I had been living while it was interesting and challenging and daring and risk taking and everything else. Um, there was more that that I had to do in this world, in this life. So right, and you know, many people do share that experience. Uh, uh, I've talked to them before on the show. People that have been in uh, major, major car accidents like yours with a lot of rehabilitation, but they do get that epiphany about how there's something more to life. And so you got that at a really young age. Some yeah. people don't get it till they're thirty, forty, if at all. And, <laughs> uh, and um, you know. Uh, so let's let's find out like let's talk about what was that epiphany like when you you know you realize oh i'm meant to be doing something greater than what was that because i know you you did end up finding out you had a gift in sales and helped build some companies in different niches of you know so, so senior living and hospice and whatnot yeah. yeah. Well, coming from an entertainment family and being a kind of an expressive person. Um, Wait, coming from an entertainment family, so what does that mean? my mom was a singer and a dancer. Oh. My grandmother was a pianist. My aunt was a pianist. Uh, two of my aunts were beauty queen winners. So it was a, it was a family who was always a part of the arts. Oh, right. So, I remember yeah. you telling me this. So f- at first you uh, decided to be an actress. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I became really a, well. Yeah, I w- became an actress because the insurance wouldn't pay for the cognitive therapy after the accident. And I had done therapy physically for two years and decided, okay, I was actually one of my girlfriends was like, I'm going to take an acting class. And I was like, ooh, insurance won't pay for my cognitive, but that might be the way that I get my memory back. So wow. um, I ended up taking a class with a woman who had had a stroke on one side of her body. And so I kind of, I got the notion that she of all people would understand trauma and be able to help work with me to right. get my, you know, my cognitive back. And in doing that, I 
I studied for about two years and every teacher that I worked with kept saying to me, well, why aren't you doing this seriously? Why aren't you doing this seriously? And I was like, I'm just here to get my brain back. Yeah. And everybody's like, no, you should be acting. So I gave it a try. And uh, I ended up doing movies with Jackie Chan and going to the Cannes Film Festival. And yeah, getting... you got your first audition, right? Yeah, my first yeah. audition was a short, I was a independent film, actually, that ended up going to the Cannes Film Festival. So in 2000, I was in the Cannes Film Festival oh with an independent film that, you know, was like the little engine that could. And um, I came back from that and I booked, you know, the movie with Jackie Chan and I did a couple of series and, you know, throughout that process, I really, um, I found my feet as, uh, as an entertainer. You know? It's so funny how the universe, uh, <laughs> you know, puts us in a different direction. I mean, you went there to get your memory yeah. back and end up making a career out of it. I mean, obviously it was a calling at that time. Yeah. And then you told me an interesting thing that you had been in something with Brian Dennehy, famous yeah. actor, who then said to you, you belong in L.A. Yeah. And you came to L.A. to act, uh, but as many people, you know, uh, small fish, big pond is yeah. a different experience. And uh, apparently the universe had other different plans. So that's when I know you took a, a, another reinvention. Yeah. Like, girl, you've been reinventing yourself a lot. I think that yeah. it's important to um, embrace pivots. You know, yes. life is about really exploring who you are. And, um, you know, just like they say, we only use this much of our brain. I think we only use this much of our talent. So, right. Right. Um, when the universe gives you the opportunity to explore, you should explore. Yes. Um, there's no harm in exploring and there's no, there's no wrong ever. It's right. always a learning experience. So no matter what happens and, and, you know, then you ended up in these different niches in sales and just gangbusters, helping companies just hit it out of the park. But I got to say, I always find that life is like, you know, you do all these different things to cultivate all these different gifts for what you're ultimately meant to do. Yeah. And now here you are inventing and creating your own businesses, uh, services and products. Um, we're only going to mainly focus on one today because yeah. like many women like yourself <laughs> that are so successful, they have all these different ventures that are super successful. So we're going to talk about this one because I think there's a lot of filmmakers in Hollywood producing content. Um, and companies, yeah. oddly enough, you were telling me, uh, you know, series and films, and they have no way to distribute and monetize them. And yeah. you saw the need for that, you and your husband, yeah. and raised a lot of money to start Dot Studio Pro. Yeah, I said it right, right? You did. Okay. Say it right. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody out there that might be a, a, a someone that creates content or a yeah. company that creates content would come to Dot Studio Pro to have their... Um, product uh, or their content, distribute it and monetize onto Roku, uh, yeah. Amazon Fire, I'll let you name yeah. them all. So um, we start, yeah, so we have, two, we have two products. We have the, what we call our OTT Express product from Dot Studio Pro, which is website, iOS, Android, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Android television. So that's really a base offering where a company or a brand or a content owner or a license rights owner has the ability to say, I want to be my own network like Netflix and be yeah. represented across all of these platforms right. so that people can enjoy the content that I have to deliver to them and I can monetize against their eyeballs. So it could be soccer TV. It could be... Yeah. I mean, we, we power the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. They create their own original programming. Wow. We work with the Washington Redskins. You know, um, we work with a lot of film distrib distribution companies who have libraries right. of content. So it's really people who understand that... In order to maximize the, light, the, the life cycle of monetization for their content, they need to be in as many places as possible, and they're right. ready to do the investment. Um, 
it's you know if you think about it, it's the next cable networks of from you know if you look at what happened with the cable industry, yes. you know, and all of a sudden we started seeing all these cable channels popping up, and everybody there was a low barrier to entry at one point. We're in that digital age of OTT, which is over the top, um, and over the top is really given people who own license rights to content or are producing content the ability to go direct to consumer and now enter that next age of creating your own network. I mean, you guys really just uh, hit on a, a, a niche that was in such demand. Yeah, yeah. well, it, nothing comes easy. Yes. So um, we had the foresight. Uh, we were content creators. My husband owned a post-production house for many years. We got into content creation. We started creating content. And when we started creating content, like 2009, um, everybody was like, YouTube and Vimeo, it's the wild, wild west. There's so much money out there. That's not exactly true um, at right. that time. And my husband and myself really started to vision what did we want to see for ourselves as content creators um, right. to be able to monetize because he had seen so many of his peers create movies that ended up on the shelves of Amazon as DVDs for like next to nothing. And right. if you go back to those distributors, they wanted to sell the filmmaker back those DVDs for like $7. So that just the economics were like just Right. Not balanced. And there's such a barrier to entry. You yeah. could have the greatest series, the greatest content, yeah. and you can't get on Amazon or Netflix or whatever. Uh, so this is kind of a way in the back door. Yeah. And there's two yeah. ways in that back door or right. in the door. So there's the one way where you're like, look, I'm going to be my own brand. I'm going to launch my own network. I'm going to get marketing dollars and put behind my brand. And I'm going to drive consumers to engage with me so that I can monetize them, whether it's through a subscription, through a transaction like iTunes pay-per-view, or through an ad-supported model where you're delivering ads. Or you're like, I'm not ready to do that, but I have a library of content or I have assets of content that I want to see if existing platforms who are already popular and have audiences are interested in taking my content. Content. So at Dot Studio Pro, we have the Dot Studio Pro OTT Express, which is our owned and operated for our customers who want to launch their brands. And then we also have for the customers who are like, look, I just want to monetize the asset and I don't have the time or money to put into marketing my own brand. Can you take my content and monetize it for me? We have what we call our aggregator model, which is a syndication opportunity where they can come to us and say, look, here's my library or here is my series or movies. Can you see if existing companies out there who already have audiences and are their own brands on digital, can you see if they'd be interested in my content on their platform right. and pay me out a rev share? Which is actually how we got connected, yeah. <laughs> talking about content exactly. we're producing yeah. and what you're doing. Got introduced by the amazing Dimple Thakar. Oh, I love Dimple. She's yes, amazing. She is amazing. She's such a hustler and yeah. such a go-getter. Yes. Smart, yeah. smart. And a good heart. Yeah. I always say, uh, I always meet amazing women through other amazing women. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's, the, true. it's the, they, yeah. you know, it's the way it is. It's what makes the, the show amazing is that, you know, incredible women always know other extraordinary yeah. women. Yeah. Uh, and also, I didn't even know that we were both on uh, 50 Women Take the Lead. I know. I had uh, no idea. With yeah. Tabby Take and, the Lead yeah. Women in Television and Film, which is Tabby Biddle and Elisa Elizabeth, Parker. Yeah. Um, and, and so we're all about, you and I, uh, you know, aggregating uh, the talents of, of all these women in Hollywood to bring other women up the ranks. And that's what uh, 50 Women uh, Take, the, take lead. the Lead yeah. is about. Yeah, it's all about that. Yeah. So, um, 
you also are part of a nonprofit called Step Step, Step Up. Up. Yeah, tell me about Step that. Step Up Women's Network. Yeah. So Step Up is a national nonprofit. Um, it was founded about 20, just over twenty years ago, and um, it's a national nonprofit that really focuses on taking girls from grade nine through grade twelve mm-hmm. and helping peer mentor them and get them career and college ready. Uh, something that I truly uh, fascinated by, and uh, I wish I had had those experiences I was growing say, up. Isn't right? Isn't it interesting that you you chose that <laughs> because you didn't have it yourself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I had it with my mom, but I didn't really have it. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I. I Building this business, I've had it, but I've had it with a lot of men. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting. I was like, I really want to be able to give back. And I found, Step Up found me. And when Step Up found me, I really spent time and I did my due diligence and spent about six months really understanding the organization and seeing the impact they had had on generations of, do- of women yeah. and how these women were, you know, getting career opportunities and going to college. And, you know, they were making the right choices for themselves right. in life. Right. And I felt so honored to be a part. I mean, I am honored to be a part of an amazing board of women here in Los Angeles who are really being the change that they want to see in the world. And we're impacting our local community. Yes. You know, even though it's a national nonprofit, we are impacting our local community and really helping young girls in under-resourced communities. When you're involved in Step Up, do you actually get to see the results? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh yeah, yeah. That's no, that's exciting. that's the amazing part. Oh, okay. Um, you know, for me, like, uh, just like I get to see the the results in Dotsio Pro for myself with all my mentors now, I'm getting to see when we do all these conferences and they have the Young Luminary Group where you can go and mentor with these girls on weekends. You're actually seeing the impact that it's having on these young women. The the way they think, uh, it's so much more mature because they have the mm-hmm. access to uh, those resources of those peer mentors. Right, right. Like you know, they're getting high powered women and like doctors and lawyers lawyers and yeah. people in entertainment who are really helping shape these young minds right. um, so that they can make really strong, sound choices. And a lot of them are first generation going to college. You right, know, their right. parents are immigrants. They're getting the opportunity as, you know, firstborn in America to right. be able to now explore how do I want to, you know, be the change in my family. Right, right. And, and how do I want that. to pass that down generations wow. after me? That's powerful. Yeah. I'm glad we are talking about this because maybe a lot of people don't know about Step Up. Yeah, uh, it's, it's an amazing. It stepup.org? So it's yeah. actually uh, Step Up. So it's it's S-U-W-N. So Step Up Women's Network. So S-U-W-N.org. Oh, I love that. Um, and they have, we have local events. So it's um it's called Step Up Women, Women's Network because we bring together all the women in the community to do power breakfast and do conferences and peer yeah. mentor with our girls. So it's not just an it's not just for our young girls, but it's also right. for women in all walks of life right. and businesses to be able to get together and network and really right. find peer mentors themselves. I love that. So see, I always love a woman who's successful who's paying it forward. I yeah. just I'm truly believe it's yeah. like be the change you want to be in this world. Absolutely. You know, don't just talk about it. Right. Go out and do something that right. affects your local community because we it's a ripple effect, right? Absolutely. So so what kind of content are you guys um distributing now can you tell us some success stories yeah yeah you know something that otherwise might not have seen the light of day and not been distributed and monetized if not for dot studio pro well if you think about it like you know it's really interesting how many people know that the vikings create their own i didn't know that right when you said nfl was one of your clients i'm like oh who knew the nfl created content right so when you think of the nfl you think of games you think of pre-game post-game interviews and things like that but when you think of the individual teams Mm -hmm. the individual teams are actually have their own 
production teams and their oh. own production studios. Right. And they're creating like carpool karaoke, like the James Corden show. They're oh. creating. Uh, Wait a minute, the NFL created that? Well, actually, the teams. So the teams oh. have license to create their own content. So oh, the NFL, oh. as an organization, is creating their own content, but the teams have the ability in house oh. in their stadiums to create fan centric content, oh, right? That right. can engage their audience. And T- traditionally, it's been through website or through mobile. So they 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 create the car karaoke. <laughs> yeah. So they created their own version of carpool karaoke. Oh, their own version. Yeah, their oh, own I version. love it. I yeah, love so it. Yeah, so it's like the James Corden show, but it's yeah. their own version with yeah. their players oh and my God. a host. I want to see that. I know. That's so if you so go cool. to uh, Vikings now on Apple TV, Roku, or Amazon oh. Fire, you can watch that that show. Um, I think it, they have a couple seasons out now. They right. also do things like documentaries, like Behind the Gridiron, oh. which is all about their players. So they, they're creating uh, like shows around like the different games and you know the the plays that they they they, they do. So it's really interesting to look at like how a, a, a sports a, a sports team is creating fan centric content right. that really is being exposed to the general public. Let me now. ask you this: Do all the teams do that, or it, is it, it just it, the lucky Viking fans? Well, I mean, all the teams are creating some form of content. I think mm. as a brand nowadays, you have to create content. Yeah. It's just it's just the way it is. If right. you want to engage your audience, you have to be able to engage them not just by text or images, but by right. video as well. Right. right, right. You should have all the teams. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're working on working it. On I it. You. <laughs> <laughs> working on it. Working on it. So... They create this content, yeah. and then they like created their app and whatnot. Uh, we and, created their app. Oh, you created yeah, the on, app. So they have their oh. mobile applications, which they worked with a different vendor on, and then they worked with us on Amazon Fire, Roku, and Apple TV. Oh. So we designed, developed, and launched those applications, and our system houses the content. Right puts all the ads against it, gives them the ability to collect information on the user and give engagement to the end consumer. And they track how the end consumer is consuming that content. So if someone's listening, let's say the owner of the Bears. (laughs) Uh, Or even just a smaller brand, like a distributor, anyone. Okay. Yeah. Um, And so they go to .studiopro.com and talk to you. Yeah. They can sign up um, for the dashboard. They can also reach out to us. Um, there's There's a contact us button. What if you're a viewer? Would you go to Dot Studio Pro to see what programming you guys are? Not so no, much. It's not more so much. for the content. Yeah, creator. it's for the, yeah. It's a it's a yeah. it's a it's what we call software as a service. So Got it's it. a platform for businesses like how you and I met, right? To be able to engage their end consumer. It's about empowerment. So right? you had yes. So you had this idea that this needed to happen. How did you create this? Yeah, yeah. How did you create this software that gets it on Roku? Yeah, okay. He is the mastermind. Um, We came up with the idea, and he literally just found programmers that could create the software that is your vision. He had a vision. We all got behind his vision. He built his vision. And I tell you, like, I kicked and screamed sometimes because I'm a salesperson, so I wanted to sell. Yeah. But we weren't ready to sell because right. it needed to be Takes built. Takes time. Yeah. yeah. Have to and, bake it. Yeah. And his idea was always, look, if we build something of value and deliver value to our customers, it's going to speak for itself and it's going to make your job easier. And right. coming from a salesperson, uh, from the salesperson perspective of sell, 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 and push, 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 that just wasn't the mentality that I had having come from corporate and America. And the cool thing that I've learned over the years uh because i've always been in some form of sales as well you know whether it's you know cable television advertising or whatever is my background um i i I found over the years that if you build a really good product 
you attract the customers. It's true. You don't have to go get the customers. You don't have to sell the customers. It's true. You just have to let them know about what you do. Yeah. And then it's a magnet, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah. I'm... I'm the law of attraction. And I was just going to say, it's all about, and, and I know this sometimes it gets hokey for people about the whole idea of law of attraction and manifesting. I'm a huge believer in it. I write it down. I'm vision boarded. Oh, yeah. I, I really, Me right? Too. I believe yes. that if you do the work ahead of time yes. and set the intention ahead of time, yes. you are opening. It falls into place. It falls into place. Right. And maybe not even the way you saw it, exactly. but sometimes even better. Well, the, yeah. the whole idea is like you create the vision, you hold the vision, and you allow the universe to do its work of bringing it. Yes. And when you do something for others, never expect that it's going to come back from that right. person. It's going to come from where it's supposed right. to come. So, you know, I found with our business, whereas I felt stressed out at times about like, oh, I need to be like doing more. I was like, my husband's like, why? He's like, yes. You're, it's okay. Yeah. And every time I would just calm down and relax about it, it, it was come. like, it would just come. I'd start getting emails. People would yeah. start contacting us. And like, you that's know why? How, because that energy is a real thing. It is. It's a real thing. If we're um, nervous and uptight and everything, we, we, we're blocking yep. the universe from delivering things. I agree. And the minute we relax and let go, <laughs> it just comes toward us. Yeah. It, it is an exercise, it though, really isn't is. it's it? Such I an mean, exercise. we got to practice it over and over again to get it. I know people are listening saying, I know exactly what you mean, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like last night, the yeah. power went out in the middle of doing my hair, which is a trivial thing. But no, that's a big thing for a black girl who's got to like tie her <laughs> hair at night, okay? I was like, oh my gosh. And our power didn't go on till like four o'clock this morning. So it threw my whole game well, off. Girl, this you morning. look fabulous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but you know, it's the whole idea of like, let go. I actually posted on Instagram this morning. I was like, yesterday I said, chill out instead of peace out in another video. And it was the universe telling me ahead of what happened this morning. That for you to chill for out. For me to chill out. <laughs> yeah. It does deliver the messages in various ways, <laughs> it doesn't does. it? Uh, unbeknownst to us. Yeah. Well, I love having you on. Thank You've got you. beautiful energy. So do you. So brilliant. Your ideas, you and your husband. Thank you. And I know you're working on some beauty products and that's taking off. And whole other Thing. You know, and girl, again, I wish he's been an best. amazing support with that yeah. as well. So I'm super grateful. Yeah. I, I have two amazing co-founders with Dot Studio Pro, Joe Pasquale and Selena Pascalitas. Um, we've been partners for a long time, and I'm I'm really grateful for what we've built together. Yeah, it takes a village, right? <laughs> it does. <Of> good people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, bravo. Keep Thank doing you. some amazing work, and I can't wait to hear what's next. Uh, <laughs> I, I got a little peek <laughs> at our, our conversation this morning, oh, so yeah, yeah. I know you continue to do amazing <laughs> things. Yeah, yep. so they've got to follow you. Yeah, I'm, I'm Phoenix happy. Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Make it a great day. Hugs and happiness. See you next week. <laughs>